0: Today on CityCast Salt Lake, new players, new coach, jazz season is here, or I guess preseason for now. But one of my favorite things about loving the jazz is getting to know the players. Welcome to Utah. Who are you? (laughs) Nayo Campbell is the jazz's in-house producer. She creates content that gives us insights into the different personalities that make up the team. And usually, Nayo is asking the questions. But today, we've got some for her. Like, how did you find out that Colin Sexton could juggle? It's Thursday, October 6th, 2022. I'm Ali Vallarta, and this is CityCast Salt Lake. Nayo Campbell, I I wore this sweater for you. Wait, let me show you. I I meant to say something earlier. I love that. And I love that for you.
1: I wish I would have known. I would have. We would have been matching, uh, in our matching purple Utah Jazz sweatshirts. I'm kind of
0: sad about that. It's the. I love the rebrand. Yeah. I stand alone. I think, but I like it. No, you
1: don't stand alone. You don't stand alone. We love the rebrand. We're gonna keep putting that messaging out there because I That's think right. the the rebrand is absolutely amazing.
0: Okay, so you've been the in-house reporter for the Jazz since 2020. I've never heard of this kind of job before. Uh How did you get into it?
1: Um, So it's funny. Um, I was a full-time freelance journalist um, based in DC. And then I worked for the Washington Wizards for three seasons. Mm. I knew that I loved basketball. And I always loved basketball. But I was very much so like entertainment and lifestyle and that kind of storytelling. Um, okay. And it was during my time with the Wizards that I got introduced to the whole content side of things. And I was like, wow, like there's so many stories. Yeah. So I kind of just like made the decision. I was like, I want to work specifically for a team instead of like going to like an ESPN or a Bleacher Report. Like right now, I wanted to be able to actually build genuine relationships, um, be able to um, kind of be biased and and work on a team mm-hmm. and see the ins and the outs of a team and tell those stories and, and be in that community. And so- yeah. Yeah, it's a relatively new concept. I'm the first ever for the Jazz. So it makes a lot of sense for people to not necessarily know what this role is.
0: Yeah, but it makes a lot of sense for a league like the NBA because, like, for me, I mean, I'll be honest. I know some people are going to hear me say this and they're going to be, like, turning this off. But, like, I don't really care about the game as much. Mm-hmm. Like, I think one of the things that makes the NBA the best league is just, like, it's the biggest stage for what's happening in our world, in our communities. The players get to be themselves. Like, they're fun. Like, they tell their stories. Like, it's a cultural icon.
1: Yeah, and I 100%, I agree with that. Like, there's so much more than just an athlete, right? Um, We've seen LeBron say We've seen so many athletes really just show over and over again that they just don't dribble ball. They do so much more than that, and there's so many stories. And their journeys are all unique. I'm really blessed to be able to be a part of that and find those stories and find out their interests and um, share that with the fans so that people that may not be may not be a huge basketball fan can um, really like such as be like, you know what? Well, I actually saw this video on Twitter of him. Doing this. Mm-hmm. And like they may not, like, they may randomly know like a random player, but that's just because they saw some content. And the next thing you know, they're going to jazz games or they're cheering on jazz games because they feel like they like this one player. And I have friends that literally do that all the time. Like my friends are like, oh, like I love this person. Oh, I didn't know he worked for this or I didn't know he played for this team. So yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah that's how I felt like about Donovan Mitchell. Like when I moved to Utah, I didn't really care that much about the jazz. And then Donovan Mitchell started going toe to toe with the Utah legislature. And I was like, <laughs> I love him. <laughs> yeah, I'm a jazz fan.
1: There's something to be said when you go against the grain with anything in society. But for some reason, Donovan Mitchell kind of stepped out there on that that ledge a little bit. And he just let it be known that he has a very particular voice coming from a community. And, and he, he pushed that threshold. That was a pleasure to work with Donovan and be able to tell a small part of his story. So, yeah, he was a smart guy. We're the same age. And it's always like, wow, like, I'm just so impressed with all of that he was able to do.
0: Salt Lake City, what if this is the year you host Easter dinner? Or brunch? Harmon's makes big meals easy to prepare with delicious holiday specialties made from scratch. Just heat and serve, baby. Lay a pre cooked honey ham on the table and absorb the compliments from your family or friends. They don't need to know you napped instead of staring down the oven. And if you're not the host but need something to bring, here are just a few of my favorite spring ideas. First of all, Harmon's fragrant Easter lilies will impress anybody's mom or delight a neighbor. Now, there's no need to even heat up a pre-made side like deviled eggs or fresh-cut pineapple, but bonus points if you transfer them into your own dish. And as listeners of this show well know, I will lose my mind if you show up to my house with Harmon's hot cross buns. I invite you to make some new Easter traditions with Harmon's. One of the biggest parts of your job that you're really good at, like Emmy Award winning good at, is showcasing Emmy award nominated, nominated, nominated. Emmy Award nominated. But we can go out and We
1: can we can we're gonna win it. We're meeting. manifesting. We're manifesting, okay? We're <laughs> manifesting.
0: Is like showcasing the personalities and the lives and the stories and the background and sort of just like the human nature of all these players. And I'm curious, how do you, like, dig – how do you tap into that? Like, how do you find out these stories about them? Because they're they're busy. Like, you're catching them on the fly. Yeah,
1: it's, like, insane. Like, sometimes you have, like, 10 to 12 minutes with them to, like, shoot something. These guys are so incredibly busy. Uh, I do a lot of research. Like, if somebody gets traded on our team, like, immediately if I find out that they're on our team – I do hours and hours of watching their interviews, watching prior interviews, watching clips, going through their Instagram, going through their mama's Instagram, the daddy's Instagram, the brother's Instagram, the <laughs> oh cousin's, the best friend, going through the tag photos. Just going through so much of the Instagrams so I can kind of just get a feel of what they're interested, in, what they like. I mean, at the end of the day, like, they're coming to your organization. You want them to feel like they're at home. You're telling mm-hmm. their story. So it does sound a little creepy, but it's not that creepy. It's just more so just like I just really want to make sure that when I'm telling those their stories, I'm I'm doing their stories justice and I'm telling them their stories correctly. And I'm also finding things that I know will get them a little bit more comfortable. Right. So if I recently. um We have Colin Sexton on our team. And so I had to do a feature interview with Colin. You know, he's new to Utah. And so I just spent hours and hours just like watching interviews, going through stuff, just finding things. And I found out like on one of his interviews that he juggles. And I was like, (laughs) oh, my God, he can juggle. Like, let's get him to juggle and we'll see if he does it. And so that was one thing that I like made sure. I was like, okay, so I have something for you. And he's like, what? And I was like, I have some basketballs for you to juggle. And I bought the the little basketballs. And he juggled and he's like, well, I haven't done these in a minute. And then it ended up being really good content, but people also got to see his personality. And then from there, it's kind of like our running joke. Like he'll see me and he's like, oh, like, have you been working on it? And I'm like, yeah, no, <laughs> that's not my thing. But yeah, so like finding like little things like that or um, I had one of our players, um, I can't reveal too much of the story, but one of our players was talking about one of his idols. And he was telling me about it. And I was like, you want to know something creepy? He's like, what? And I was like, I have a picture of you <laughs> from when you met your idol. And he's like, where'd you get it? And I was like, your dad tweeted it out one time. No. And I have it. <laughs> and I'm waiting for you to tell this story on camera. So, yes, yeah. so I like to just do a lot of researching. Uh, some people can call it lurking, but it's researching. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but that's I do a lot. But that's what I, like, I really enjoy. I think I pride myself. Whenever you do interviews, I really pride myself on someone being like, how did you know that? Or thank you for asking that question. And um, you do get to see some of the things that the guys are interested in because you are around them for six to seven months out of the year.
0: Yeah. And I watched that video of Colin Suxton juggling.
1: I can juggle a little bit. Okay. I haven't, haven't done it in a while, but once you get going, you're good. Go. Yeah.
0: And he looked so happy and like so <laughs> delighted. And I'm sure if you're like, if you're A professional athlete, it's probably nice to have someone ask you about something besides how you played that morning or how you're feeling about the game. Yeah, you spend so much time having to like relive what happens on the court. It's probably nice to be like, did you know? Yeah, it's
1: so much fun. I think that's what I really enjoy is being able to showcase that these guys are just so smart and they love to do other things mm-hmm. and they're just human. They're human. Right. The majority of these guys are 25 and under. Um right. and there's so much life to live. There's so many things that they're interested in and it's just I take that as an honor to be able to tell their stories. Right. They're extremely tall normal people. <laughs> extremely <laughs> tall normal people. That's for sure. In my head though I'm like 6-7.
0: Yeah, I bet you are. In my head. I don't know how I haven't I, seen you <laughs> You're not going to stand up in this interview. Anything could happen. Yeah, exactly. Do you ever leave Vivint and like walk down South Temple and you're like, look at all these tiny little people? <laughs> <laughs> no, surprisingly, I don't. That's actually really funny. I, <laughs> I might do that now. Um, Okay, tell me, will you tell me about one of your favorite stories that you've told in sort of like a longer form video? Because there are a lot of really fabulous ones that you've dug up with this team.
1: Yeah, no, that really means a lot. Um, Like two of them that I'm really, really passionate about was um, two stories that I did last season. One of them being Emmy nominated was this back home feature on Rudy Gay, just because, I mean, he's at that time, I think he had been, he'd been, it was year 16. So he'd been in the league for 16 years. Uh, We're going into year 16 and... Um, he's from Baltimore, Maryland. I'm from PG County, Maryland, two very different areas. But mm-hmm. I feel like one thing that I really love to do for Utah is be able to introduce our fans to different cities and different people from these cities, because basketball is a universal language. And Basketball in Chicago is a lot different than basketball in DC or basketball in BG County is a lot different than basketball in Baltimore. Like basketball is such a universal language, but they're also so different and so unique. And so the journeys are unique in how they get there. And so being able to tell a little bit of Rudy's story, go to his high school, talk to his mom and dad on camera, talk to his best friend, and just kinda again tap into who he is as a person, um, and get him on camera and and even talk about some of his inspirations. Like that was something that I I really um, I was really thankful that I could do. It gained the attention of Cecil Kirk, uh, Anthony Lewis, they called him duty, um, their coach. He saved a lot of lives, man. I, 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 you know, I wouldn't be here without him. You know, um, what he did in, in the inner city, in Baltimore, he saved so many kids lives just like myself, whether they're in the NBA or not, I would be across town, you know, doing God knows what, he'll call me and be like, you know, where are you? And he'd know I probably shouldn't be there. He'd just come pick me up. Um, And I did a similar one with Donovan Mitchell and Eric Paschal that went out. Um, They were best friends. They were both on team last year and they were best friends growing up in um, Dobbs Ferry, New York been in the church and then, you know, they started playing AAU hoops together and literally were together like throughout the entire journey. And they ended up in Utah together. Um, and so that was a story that I was really excited to tell and I got to share and create. Um, and then we had some fun ones, too. Like we did to, we did one with like Rudy Gobert and Hassan Whiteside last season. That was hilarious. And the fans loved it because you we were talking about them being like enemies on one court, like rivals turned to like friends. Mm-hmm. And so
0: um, that's two, a classic like, yeah. sports story. Always a fave.
1: Yeah. And so that was a lot of fun. Um, two really big guys. <laughs> like those are really tall guys. They are both very tall. So it was yeah. really cool to tell that story.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I know, like, I rewatched the um, Donovan and Eric one, and I was like, oh, they're both gone now. Yeah. And then in my mind, I was like, Allie, they didn't die. Like, they just left Utah. <laughs> they're both like, still in the league. They're both still in the they're league. They're both still in the league and, like, gonna ha- continue having very successful careers. But For sure. I think I might be, like, the most nostalgic Utah fan out there, because I do feel like jazz fans are very good at being, like, well, bye.
1: <laughs> jazz fans? I love jazz fans so much because
0: they are just (laughs) like,
1: I remember as a kid, like I didn't get to experience jazz fans or see them on television much because I'm from the East Coast. And Mm -hmm. so we only play the jazz like one time a year. So I never really knew what the jazz fan culture was like, but I heard about jazz fans (laughs) and they are super loyal. And so, um, but I absolutely love jazz fans. Like the arena is literally like no other like it's so incredibly loud and these fans really go hard for their team and they really love their players so Mm -hmm. shout out to jazz fans
0: yeah so a lot of changes on the team Mm -hmm. new players new coach what are you looking forward to this season
1: (sighs) the stories yeah, that just gets me so excited because like, you know I, I find out little things. I found out a few things about our guys that I'm keeping in our little my head of how I can't wait to like introduce our fans because people that they might think oh they're really quiet or oh they don't they like <laughs> this I'm like nope wait for it just wait for it. Um, You're like,
0: no, I know because I actually talked to their ex-girlfriend's cousin's (laughs) tennis coach and apparently they tell really good jokes. I haven't done that far (laughs) research yet. I I haven't done that far research yet, but who knows? Maybe one day. I feel like it's only right given, again, my obsession with the rebrand that we bookend our conversation by talking about it. So what is your favorite jersey?
1: You know what's crazy? It's a real hot take, I guess. Mm. It's a real hot take. I didn't think it was going to be a hot take. But Mm -hmm. I love the yellow jersey. I think the yellow (laughs) jersey is like the yellow and the black and yellow are my favorite. And of course, you like you have to love like you love. The, the mountain jerseys, like, those will forever be a right. classic. But for me, like, I love the way the yellow je- the yellow jersey looks on skin. Mm-hmm. And I'm a shoe girl, so it's, like, um, mm-hmm. yellow is just, like, it just brings energy. It's going to look so great in Vivid Arena. Like, that really makes me excited. Like, okay, let's do a yellow out. And we all, like, wear the bright yellow. Like, I think it's going to be really, really cool. Yeah. New season almost was, like, the fresh start of, like, it's a new year. And it's, right. like, you get a nice little New Year celebration in September. Like, who would want anything better than that?
0: Oh, my gosh. Nioh Campbell, what a joy talking to you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure talking with you. And hello, everyone listening. Thanks for for listening.
1: If you made it this far, you rock. (laughs) That's right. You do.
0: This weekend, the Jazz returned to Salt Lake after kicking off preseason in Canada. The team lost their first game against the Raptors. Boo. But headed to Portland, where they won on Tuesday night. Fans were happy to see some surprisingly good defensive play from this team. If you want to check out the lineup, our new coach, and see the redesigned court, the team is playing a scrimmage this Saturday morning. It's free to anyone who wants to come down to Vivint and check things out. Doors open at 10.30 a.m. Game starts at 11. You don't need a ticket. Naya will be hosting, and producer Ivana Martinez and I will be in the stands. Did you know that Utah is the youngest state in the union? Our average age is 30. And now we have the youngest coach in the NBA. That's right, Will Hardy. Welcome to Utah. That's all for us today here on CityCast Salt Lake. Thank you for listening. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more from around this city. Bye. Thank God this
1: podcast I'm not showing my face. No, you look
0: fabulous. Girl, I don't look fabulous. <laughs> I don't know. If you look good on Zoom, I think
1: you look good. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. I'm like, let me wipe off the camera. <laughs>